and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre The Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. Got a project to plug? Want to advertise on the podcast? Hit me up, we'll make it happen. If you like sponsoring, we can do that too. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, follow us on Twitter, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's time to snatch up your life as it's time for everybody's favorite episode, Snatch Game. We're back to break down the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And joining me exclusively from the Spice Girls reunion tour, it's Baby Spice herself, Boyce Charm! <laughs> Hi everyone! I had to do it. It's It was an easy layup joke. Yeah, I love it. It's it's fitting for my brand. It is. It's so good. How are you? How, I, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. Life is good. Yeah, it's spoopy season. Yes, have my you, favorite time of the year. Yeah, have you uh, dressed up a lot? Well, I dress up all the time, well, <laughs> given my fair. line of work. But we've did, yeah, I've been doing a lot of like Halloween shows and stuff this what month. What has been, been fun. your favorite look so far? I did um, at my weekly show that I have on Saturdays. We did a clown theme this past week, which was a lot of fun because I love creepy clowns and that. Oh, whole you're thing. sure a creepy clown instead of a female clown. female clown that I normally right, go right, as. Right, yeah, right. we didn't have to put much makeup on that but, night. Fair. So, in honor of Snatch Game, what celebrity would you dress up as for Halloween? Celebrity? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I would probably... I would love to... I mean, I haven't done, like, a real, like, Gaga costume, so that's something I would want to do, mm. but in terms of, like, an actual, like, Snatch Game character that I would want to do, I would always want said I would be Ethel Merman. Okay. All right. That's, that's an interesting departure. I don't know if I see that, but I'm I'm intrigued by it. I would, I'd, like, I'd like to see it. I just think there's a lot of stuff to quote and to work with. Maybe for UDP All-Stars. Yeah, maybe. Marty, if you're listening... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, how have you been enjoying this season so far? This series, I apologize, with British lingo. I like it. It's entertaining. I agree. I'm smiling through every episode. Yeah, they definitely are bigger on, like, the personalities and the comedy rather than the U.S., yeah. and even though, like, the looks may be lacking, it's kind of more my style of, like, what my drag is. I agree. Like, what, like, people like the both of us can really connect to, like, the comedy and the personalities that they Yeah, have. I mean, this is an entertaining television program, as opposed to some recent seasons of American, where we're like, okay, the looks are incredible, but that's only like not even a quarter of the episode. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every I laugh out loud every single time because yeah. it's just it's just so funny. Yeah. Well, let's let's dive into it. Uh-huh. So it's post elimination. Something Wong feels part of her heart is gone because the OG slag vinegar strokes is gone. Yeah. Baga loves her hodgepodge sister, but she feels that the right person did go home. I would agree with that. Yeah. That is definitely the case. Yes. Well, the party is here now that Davina has a bank of skills, um, and she plans on getting rid of everybody because everyone was sleeping on her, and now she's got to win. So let's see what she's going to bring out. Yeah, Davina has definitely been getting the winner edit, I think. Interesting. I see her getting the uh, Katu, um Cracker... Dela edit where yeah. she's gonna get there but she's not gonna win it that could be the case too but I mean the, but this episode and last has really been like focusing on her oh, yeah. like a lot and like the way that she's like really trying yeah well Crystal points out that Davina helped everyone out in the challenge and she's a sweetie but she advises when she doesn't say something that's when she might be fucking you over and honestly I'm the same way I don't say something to you, it means fuck off. Exactly. I want you to fail. Yeah, I like, I mean, uh, the thing about this cast is they all genuinely seem like really nice people, and they don't, there's not a villain. No, I mean, there are are slight villains, and we'll talk about the Vivian right now, because she asked something while she'll start listening to her advice moving forward. 
Um, and yeah, it was a it was a backhanded compliment in the way she was talking to her, cause, and that's in our eyes a way of that the Vivian's a villain. Yeah, I mean, she would be the only one that I would pick, but I feel like even when she says things like that, they always come from a place of like wanting to help. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, the girls are rattled when Vivian says what she does, but something says 100% she will listen to her. And that is 100% a lie. A lie. Well, yeah, she kind of listened to, to the advice from the other girls a little bit. but yeah. ended up I mean, just... I understand taking advice is hard. You don't want to take advice from other people because then you have to like admit maybe I wasn't right the entire time. Right. So I, I get where she's coming from. Well, Cheryl thinks everyone has been nicey-nice and wonders if they'll keep it up, but um, Viv, is that what we're officially calling her now? We just shortened it to Viv. Viv. <laughs> Viv. Um, she says the devil's horn, the devil horns will pop out once the crown is closer. And that's true. I mean... Yeah, definitely. I mean... It's a competition. In her confessional, Davina says she's an old hand in the game and it will essentially cut a bitch to win. I love it. I love this little dark side of her. I like her. I, I, I like her a lot. Favorite. She's absolutely my preseason favorite, current favorite. She may be one of my absolute top five Rue girls ever. Really? Love wow. her. Wow. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I mean, she's no scaredy cat, but... Oh, of course <laughs> you two identify with each other. <laughs> she's my favorite. I mean, you are a bedroom, a bedroom queen, right? But, but, well, maybe in not that sense of the word. Another way, ah! maybe, but... <laughs> wow, that's an off podcast discussion. That's actually not the case. When I first time going out in drag was the first time I ever put on makeup. I was never a bedroom queen. No, you, you, you were like, fuck it, if I'm putting it on, everyone's gonna see me. Yeah, exactly. I'm not Good, gonna waste, I'm not I'm gonna waste the makeup. If I'm That's putting fair. it on, I'm going to the club. I appreciate that. I respect that. So we never talk about the intro, but I want to point out um, how Rue refers to Ginger Spice. Simply as Jerry. Right. We all know her as like Jerry Hollowell. We know she's married with the last name Horner now. So are we incorrect calling her Jerry Hollowell, or is it just like a British thing where they just call her Jerry because that's what she is, Jerry? I mean, I I, I don't really don't know the answer to that. Neither I'm... do I. <laughs> someone someone who's British, if you could let us know what the answer is, because I was very confused. Yeah, it took me a minute to realize who they were talking about or who was right. actually going to be there. I was what I saw, I was like, oh okay, that makes sense. Right, because <laughs> like I like because even the contestants later on in the episode said Jerry Hollowell. Yeah. So maybe she asked for it to be Jerry or maybe her husband's like, I don't want you to use your old name anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm emasculating. All right. It's a new day and Davina trots into the workroom with an umbrella and she's feeling good. She's not going to get rid of that umbrella, is she? No. She loves that fucking thing. Blue says that today is her day and will be in the top. Unfortunately, you're never going to be a top. So good <laughs> try, Blue. Good, uh, good I think try. Blue is so cute. I do too. He is, is such a cutie, and so he just cute. seems so pleasant and mm-hmm. corruptible. Oh yeah, very, very that. Much but so. This episode was was her episode. It was, and we'll get into all the the blue of it all. Uh, Cheryl is reminded by Baga that she was in the bottom three three weeks in a row, and Cheryl takes offense to this and reminds that and reminds everyone that she won a mini challenge. But Baga says you don't get a Peter badge for a mini challenge. <laughs> I know, she, they are, I, I don't understand all the Crystal, or what's not Crystal, to all the Cheryl hate, she just, yeah. she's, I like her, I mean, I really like everybody, but she just seems very cool and, like, chill, she's just doing her thing. She, she's a fun person, and I think what is, I think what they may be reacting to, and it, they kind of alluded to it, uh, in a previous episode, is she is very much an Americanized British drag queen. Yeah. While they still maintain this era, aura of... British. Yeah, well, drag. thank God because if she lands on the bottom, we'll finally get a good lip sync. Then that means because it's been true. tough. That is so true. So Blue knows she's been middling, and I ask, is middling the new term for verse? <laughs> I I might have to change my grinder thing ah! to, to to middling. middling. 
Uh, Blue knows that she has to step it up, and Baga knows the design challenge was what she was dreading, and now that it's over, she's coming in like a fucking tornado. And I want to basically call her the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, she is Like, that's crazy. the Smash Game character for her to do next. <laughs> like, that's how she talks. She's, I mean, she's very much like the UK version of, like, an Alyssa Edwards or something like yeah. that. Because she's like she's loud and she has a big personality, but it hasn't reached like a Eureka level of annoying right. yet. Yeah. It's just like she I still think it's hilarious. She, she is a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, as they line up uh, for Rue, something says it feels like there's a lot fewer people there. And Blue, the resident twink, says that is because Ginger took up too much. Uh, vinegar, vinegar took up too much space, <laughs> and that's when I would smack the little bitch because twinks thinking jokes like that are funny are little brats. <laughs> it was. It, I don't think it was like a really like says a fat joke. Uh, maybe. Maybe. But I don't, I never looked at Vinegar as necessarily being like a large person, so I think it was just kind of like comparatively, she was on the bigger side. I guess I don't know. Um, I laughed. Yeah. Uh, so everyone knows that she's been in. Um, everyone's talking about Jamie, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, she went on for Jamie uh, the other day. For the character of Jamie. Yeah. That's really. A, I mean, the same face is like you're a little <laughs> too old for that role, but you know what? Good for you, bitch. Get it? Yeah. I mean, now it's done casting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rue and her Mike and Ike suit arrive, and it's time to talk about the Snatch Game. It's a drag race staple. Uh, will this version save the challenge? We shall see. Gentlemen, start your engines and may the best woman blank. Funny. That was good. I like yeah. it. The writers, I think maybe it's because they have like UK writers doing it this season, but like the, yeah, like, the things that Rue bad. has been saying and like doing yeah. different things has been pretty funny. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And maybe, and like again, I think that's what. I'm finding fascinating is I very much love dry sense of humor. I love that kind of thing. And when they all talk about what British drag is, they talk about being dry. And one of the biggest comedy staples in Britain is Monty Python. And that's literally the kind of comedy that we're getting. So I do wonder if maybe the British writers are, have a mindset like that. And maybe that's what we need here. And we want that. We desire that. Well, the girls start pulling their looks to talk about it, and Baga gives her best, the ladies not for turning, and Viv and Crystal know it's Maggie Thatcher. Um, is it wrong that every time uh, I hear Maggie Thatcher, I think of the song from Billy Elliot, the musical? No, because I think of the same thing. I was, <laughs> I was in Billy Elliot, like, as Michael, the, uh-huh, the, uh-huh. so I, I, that's immediately what I thought of. Right? I just think of that song, and it's a good, it's a good song. It's yeah. a bop. It's a bop. It's one of the more uh, pleasant ones in that show. You're not wrong. You're not it's just wrong. nothing but sadness, and then that one kind of yeah. brings it out. But yeah, and like that was the show that made me learn about Maggie Thatcher because we had to like do the yeah. research on it or whatever. So, so you probably know everything about Maggie Thatcher that you could do with Maggie Thatcher. No way. No, <laughs> not gonna happen. No. Okay. Okay. Well, as Baga says, this challenge is all about wit. Don't be a tit. Have wit, and she's got wit. Tit. Where do they find this creature? I don't know, but she's great. I would love to see her want to do one of her live shows. I, I would, too. I, um... Because you, you know how producers work on these kinds of shows. Sometimes they feed them lines. They have to say certain things. I don't think Bag of Chips gets a fucking line read to her. I think everything is coming out of her head. Yeah, I don't think if they gave her a line, she would listen. She's, like, she's it, just it, playing by her own rules right, for like everything. You can't write Bag of Chips because Bag of Chips is her own monster it's yeah. so i hope so that good. she comes to new york for something i would love to see how she is on a mic just hosting yeah. a show yeah like all these girls i'd love to see do an actual show here we'll, we'll see i mean i think the reception in the u.s has been fairly positive so yeah they'd be stupid not to do a tour here i agree i agree or money. or or put them within the tours Let yeah them mix and mingle Mm-hmm. Now that you know, like half the fucking work the world cast is going to be in Vegas, might as well throw in some of the right. um, UK queens onto that tour. 
but that's a sidetrack. Um, Blue and her friends are in the corner, and Davina reveals that she is ready to do Maggie Thatcher. Yeah, it's gotten to the point that this happens every single season. Right? I think that they're just like, can you pretend that yeah. you're going to do this? Um, Blue, the little shitster, says that Baga was doing Maggie, and Davina is pissed. Yeah, the sound effects were uh-huh. going off at this uh-huh. part. She put her like her hanger back on the rock, and it was like an explosion <laughs> it sound. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> Davina knows that there can, can't be two Maggies, and Davina looks at Baga's dress and knows it's bad. Yeah, it was bad. Um, so Davina calls Baga over and asks what she's doing, and Baga does her mediocre Maggie line and says that they can both do Maggie. Nuh-uh. Not a smart idea. Not a smart idea. It, it probably wouldn't have worked in the long run, but I no. think that Baga was just so excellent that she still would have come out on top of the two. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it's not. It's a little hard to say because we didn't see what her interpretation would have been, but I, I think it would have been passable. I liked how she was just so confident that she didn't even think twice about it, and I was yeah. like, yeah, do it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so, as Davina says, they're both cats setting their territory. Cue the cat sound. Yeah, Baga- coming to theater soon. Right? Oh, God, I can't wait. We're going to podcast about that. Uh, Baga hasn't brought anyone else to Drag Race, and Davina presses her on it. Um, I mean, let's be real. You know you're going to do Snatch Game, and if Rue doesn't like your choice one, you get it, better get ready with choice two. Yeah. Um, Crystal advises that they flip a coin, and I thought that was really lame. Um, <laughs> they both claim that they love each other, and you know what? I believe it! Yeah. I it- believe it! Davina is a goddess. She has a big heart. She not only lets Baga uh, do Margaret Thatcher, she's going to let her... Wear her fucking costume. Yeah, that was really nice. It Why was. are they so nice on this version of the show? I, it's re- it's refreshing. Here. I kind of like it. It's 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 like it's realistic, and none of the drama or anything seems forced. It just seems like we're watching like genuine like from our experience doing drag competitions. It seems like you're backstage at one of those shows yeah. that we have here too. Would would, would you let your sister wear your costume? Um, I don't know. If, <laughs> I, the answer is yes. I don't know if in that particular situation I would, but fair, in general, fair. yeah, of course. But for a competition, you may not. have. For a competition, if I saw that they needed something that I wasn't doing myself, I would lend them the costume. Fair. But I don't know if she was copying my character and doing the same sure, thing with me. I would sure. give her the costume. Okay, okay. So I would, in that situation, I'd be like, "Well, fuck it. Then you figure it out yourself." Then I, so I wanted to. Yeah, do I, it. I agree. It's again, it's a competition. I mean, this season of Iconic, everyone's being very kind and making wigs for each other, giving wigs to each other. It's like. This is refreshing. I'm enjoying this. Please, that's let's very keep this nice. Up. I love this. And just wait till it's all over, and then y'all hate each other. Yeah, as I say, I don't know how long that'll last, right. but we'll see. Well, Davina, she has decided that she is going to do Julia Child, and we have seen Julia Child on this television program before. It was really bad. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Milk. Real yeah, bad. I really. really for- I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, um, but I will say, Julia Child, Margaret Thatcher. So basically, if Meryl Streep has done a character it's good to do on Snatch Game. Yeah. I mean, Julia Child, I think, is a good choice. This is definitely better than Milk's. Oh. Well, <laughs> milk. Remember Celine Dion? Remember? Remember their best friends? Yeah. Oh, Milk. Um, Davina knows that, it's, that if she fucks herself, that she has no one else to blame. And you know what? I like that kind of confidence because there are a lot of people who will never admit that, but she can own her shit. Yeah. She's been around. She knows what's going on. This time around, we get a Rue and Alan Carr walkthrough. Thank God, I love Alan Carr. I want him on every episode. He's so funny. The reason, and I'm very certain of this, the reason why Alan Carr is doing this because when Rue was there alone, would not know all the British references, and it would have looked like a fucking moron. So yeah, probably. Um, because we're on the BBC and there's no prizes allowed and there's probably no sponsorship, we do get a little unofficial Klein Epstein Bar um, product placement with the suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> That was not shady at all. Not at all. 
So, first up, Blue reveals that she'll be doing Mary Berry and like and that like Mary Berry, uh, she lacks a hump and she lacks comedy. Uh, you didn't know who Mary I don't Mary know who was. that is. I still don't, but it was pretty great. Um, so I don't personally watch the Great British Bake Off. Oh, um, she's the lady from that. Yes, she's that lady. Okay. Um, because I'm one of those people who, um, uh, if I can't eat it, I don't want to watch it <laughs> because they just get jealous. I'm like, I want it, and then I order things, and it's it's bad. Me and me and food shows, we don't go get along. I think I maybe seen one episode, but it's just very boring and dull. It, it is very boring. It's but it's one of those shows where people binge it with like on the back in the background, and it's a feel good kind of show. Got it. I like cutthroat bullshit. That's that's not for me. Sorry. <laughs> So Blue says that she has a plan, and she will execute it, and she knows there are comedy girls in the room, but she brought what she brought. Yeah, she I feel that. It. It's mm-hmm. like, bitch, I have it now. So it was the same thing when Vanjie was on season 11. She was like, well, I can't change what I brought in my suitcase, so I'm yeah. stuck with this. Oh, <laughs> Over with Davina, they fool around Julia Childs and Posh Spice, um, and she knows there are chuckles, but no hilarity, so she needs to smash it. They love using the word smash, the phrase smash it, and I know it has very, very different context here, but... Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things watching the show. I have to remember, you're not saying you're going to fuck. You're just going to say you're going to do well. Right. <laughs> Crystal, in her gorgeous outfit. She's going to play the quintessential Southern Belle with a flair for sin. It's Blanche Devereaux, a.k.a. Rube McClanahan. I love how she, like, Crystal said that she was doing Blanche, and Rube immediately was like, no, you're, you're doing, doing Rube McClanahan. <laughs> because we're not allowed to do what? Fictional characters. <laughs> I get it. I understand. Um... In the end, like, when we all think of Rue McClanahan, it is via Blanche. Yeah, I mean, that's really so the way to do it. You could do that with any character, as long as you just say you're the actress and play the yeah, their specific absolutely. character. Uh, Crystal is no comedy queen on the mic, but she knows she's she knows Blanche. She knows what to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, then there was a moment where um, they talk about tit-shrugging. But Rue says in, um, in America, they go, wah-wah. I must have missed this. I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there was, there was like a moment where they're just talking about, because like Crystal was going to do things with her boobs and oh. made a gesture, and Rue says, no, we go wah wah. And I was like, oh, I missed Jocelyn Jossa Fox. Jocelyn Fox, what if she could get an all-stars chance? Right? Because that bitch's glow up has been real. Yeah. She is stunning. But you know, Drag Race just likes to pick from the same girls over and over and over again, so we're never going to get that to happen. Jocelyn Fox or Pheromone, and we got Pheromone. <laughs> Really? I'm still waiting on a Nina Bonita Brown comeback. But no, she's talked too much shit. We, I know, that's the thing. It's never going to happen, but she's one of my favorites. She talked too much shit. The difference between her and Jasmine um, um, is that, uh, is like, she just is funnier. So Yeah. She's Jasmine Masters. she got lots of shit to say. It's true. So, Viv. She has three characters ready, and she is showboating for sure. Oh, and every single—I mean, it was worth it because every yeah. character that she showed, I was like, "Yeah, do that one." Um, so Viv starts off with a Donald Trump, and it's fucking scary. It's 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 fucking scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already seen her version of Kim Woodburn, so we didn't see that. So Viv does her Celia Black. If you don't know her by name, she is the singer of songs "You're My World" and "Anyone Who Had a Heart." Uh, you know, like the um, mod sixty songs. Um, uh-huh. Celia was also very good friends with the Beatles, and she's also from Liverpool. So there's your history lesson for the day. Um, so the gimmick in this moment um, was Viv taking out her teeth and puts in other fake teeth. She turns around, instantly hilarious. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, she even does uh, a little interpretation of Alan, and I think he was a little offended, but he went <laughs> with it. Um, yeah. She was good. I'm impressed. Yeah, I mean, that was she was excellent. It was def- definitely one of the best. Her and Baga, I think, had two like ones that will go down in history. Yeah. 
over with something Wong. She does her hand at David Attenborough. And I am 100% confident that the Google searches in, in America for David Attenborough have skyrocketed. Because I'm sure no one knew who he was. Yeah, I mean, I understood the gist of what he, I like from her interpretation. I was like, oh, I know what he does and like yeah. what his thing is, but I couldn't tell you like what he what show he's on right. or anything like that. So for those who don't know, he is a British natural historian. He has a lot of um, nature shows that he narrates. Um, and what I will say, if you listen to a video just for the intro, she nailed the voice. The voice was spot on. Yeah, I could tell that the the whole like look and everything was pretty good. It was just yeah. wasn't funny. Yeah. Uh, her other option was Nigella Lawson, who is a renowned sensual cook. Um, I knew N- Nigella Lawson from, I think the show was called The Kitchen. It was a short-lived um, American uh, ABC reality show that she was the, the judge and host of. Very, very sexy lady. Um, but might have been a better choice maybe but the second she mentioned Nigella Lawson cut to blue looking over at her and you could see those wheels turning you saw those fucking wheels and she well, that would, there would have been three chefs then if she would have done it because right. we had Julie Child yeah. and so but we'll, we'll, we'll get to this soon the moment Cheryl isn't shown for the walkthrough I knew she was safe and like un- inconsequential for this challenge yeah and that's pretty I mean she was pretty good too she was pretty good I mean we'll, we'll talk about her Jimmy Collins but um, the panelists for Snatch Game are Stacey Dooley, who is an English television investigative pa- presenter, and Lorraine Kelly, a Scottish television chat host, and I knew neither of them. Nope. Yeah. Um, but apparently they Stacey... They seemed like they both had great times, yeah, and they were and, really sweet and, and they, like, into both, it. Yeah, they're both famous enough. Um, and apparently Stacey Dooley won one season of Strictly Come Dancing. Okay. So she's... And she's a big fan of the show, so cool for them. So, before we get to the actual Snatch Game, uh, Something asks Cheryl and Blue what to do, and Blue straights her to David Attenborough so she doesn't have all the cook puns. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was very calculated. I, well, I didn't even... See, it's interesting that you say that, because I didn't even register it as that, but now that I'm thinking back on it, that was probably the case. So that means oh, that absolutely. Blue was a pretty good actress in like, the way that she like was mm-hmm. lying to her about it. Because to me, I was like, okay, that makes sense. But like, now they, that I think about it... They've alluded to Blue being like, like under the radar, like shady. She is actually dangerous. I'm scared of her. Yeah, she's she makes a lot of side comments where you're like, where did that come from? Because she seems very just like quiet and reserved, yeah. and that she'll say something. But she backs it up because she's pretty fierce. But I agree. It would be different if it was like something like Vinegar who was saying all this stuff. Then it would be like, girl, come on, right? But, like Blue backs it up. Yeah. Well, Cheryl says you can't go into snatch game without confidence, otherwise you'll flatline. And we got a little flatlining, but overall. Good Snatch Game. You ready to talk about it? Yep. Let's do it. Alright, so we're going to go through some of the highlights. If there are things that I'm missing, feel free to jump in. We're going to go kind of in order how things went. So, Davina's Julia Child intro of serving pure fish was right way to start. Um, but I thought fish was problematic now. Are we not using that term? Are we using that term? Oh, don't please. Hollow, please let us know! Hollow, uh, <laughs> get a grip. <laughs> I just... I just, I want to be politically correct, so I need to know if we're using it, and no one's changed, so clearly Halloween no, had no impact. No, just as a general thing, and it's, it's a shame that we finally got an AFAB queen to be on a big platform, and it was, like, the most annoying fucking person on Earth. Well, and we also have Megan McCain, so let's let's celebrate that. Ugh. <laughs> I know. Biggest Megan McCain, McCain just now. our first uh, AFAB Rue girl. What a great moment for all of us. Fucking Megan McCain. <laughs> well, anyway... We finally get a glimpse of Cheryl as straight out of Essex and all-around reality star Jenna Collins. Um, we did get a reference earlier in the season, I think it was like episode one or two, um, about everyone saying that she is she was just doing Gemma Collins in the workroom. She was basically doing herself. It was the same yeah. thing. 
I liked it though. There were some good moments. Yeah, it no, was she very, definitely it was very safe. She, she definitely elevated it. Um, I don't. Do you, have you seen pictures of Gemma Collins at all? Yeah, I know who she is. She's, I know her mostly from a, Celebrity Big Brother when right. she was on with Tiffany Pollard. Right. She's a little bigger, so I wish she would have like tried to play with the makeup a little more. But other overall, it was fine. It was I wish good. she would have joked about the shoes. Yeah, well, there's so many things you could have joked about. She, she honestly, I think there was one miss, and I'm hope I hope it was on the cutting room floor. I wish she would have just fallen out of her chair. Yeah, <laughs> because if you don't know, Gemma Collins is notorious for uh, falling through a trap door, presenting an award at some Teen Choice Award type thing. <laughs> Work. Um, I, that would have been hilarious, and that, that could have <laughs> won her it because she was very very safe for this challenge. The Vivian as Donald Trump from moment one was the winner. Genius. I mean, um, that was just spectacular. I think that had she done that in America, everybody would have, like, their, you know, how people are these days. They would have been like, oh, you shouldn't be, yeah. you know, pointing, making fun of, like, something that's so serious, whatever. But, like, that was genius. It was insane how good it was. So bag of chips made the Iron Lady satanic. <laughs> <laughs> Which why, I guess was is fitting because I know she was everybody's favorite. Red contacts, like she was literally the devil. I don't know. Maybe it was like a thing of like you know that Maggie Thatcher was like evil and fucked up a lot of things for the country, or maybe like so she was like playing a devil, or maybe there's something yeah. to do with the, her look, or like maybe like a tired look or something. Maybe with the eyes. I was like, if you're gonna do devil Maggie, like give me like horns or something. But I don't know. It was it was a choice. Anyway, poor Crystal. Her southern accent was non-existent. She's not an accent queen, apparently, because we had the whole issue two episodes ago where I don't know whether she decided on the English or the American accent then either, but it wasn't like, good. Again, you made a very bold choice to do Blanche Devereaux, a.k.a. Rue McClanahan, who is notorious for that voice. I heard it. I tried to see what she was going. She just could not nail it. Yeah. That being said, even though, like, her and something were the two definitely worst ones of the Snatch Game, but compared to American Snatch Games, like, if, they, if this was, like, a season 11 Snatch Game, they would have been like, Crystal, it was great. Yeah, right? <laughs> Blue's Mary Berry was filthy from the start. That very first line, one in the pink and two in the snake. Oh, Lord, my God, that was so funny. Lord help us if Mary Berry <laughs> was watching. That poor lady is gonna be like, what? It was one of those things where, like, it didn't make any kind of sense. It was but almost it was hilarious. defamatory. It was almost defamatory. <laughs> it, it just kept going and going and going. That we, it was, it, it was one of those things where it was like funny for like the wrong reasons, right. and that made it good. It was an SNL sketch. It was, it was very, very, very well done. Something has the voice down, but she has no idea how to land a fucking joke. To save her life. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, that was scary. Um, so, Viv and the Pussy Spice answer. She just layered everything into it. Yeah, that was so Smelling good. Smelling like Mexican, Mexican food. food. <laughs> Building a wall. She nailed it. Yeah, even it. she was like, I built a wall. It was a very big wall. <laughs> it was just, it was so good. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about Bagus first answer. Um, she said Michelle would be uh, Belgrano Spice. Um, she follows it up with, like this ship, she, go, she likes to go down. Now for the uninitiated, like myself, I had to do a little research. Uh-huh. Uh, there was an Argentinian cruiser called the Belgrano that was sunk during the Falklands War, and that's why the entire room was laughing. Um, so the Falklands War was a big to-do. It was um, kind of like, you know, how Trump was like, I want to go to war right now. Yeah. This was Maggie Thatcher being like, I want those islands, and told the Argentinians get the fuck out and sent military <laughs> there for 10 weeks and was like, boom, bye. Well, you know what's kind of interesting about this is that I don't know what's true or what's not, but, like, when the cast was announced, there was a lot of, like, buzz on social media about, like, people from the UK saying that BAGA is, like, whatever, like, I don't know what it is exactly, but, like, the, whatever the Republican equivalent yes. is to them, that's what BAGA is. Correct. I don't know if that's true or not. 
uh, I mean, it's not any of my business because I'm not politically involved in the True. UK. Yes. But <laughs> yeah. so it's kind of interesting that she would have chosen this character had that been the case because it seems like she must have a lot right. about I, it. I think, it, I think from some of the research that I've done, the statements that she had made were so far in the past that things have changed. Yeah, which, you know, people like to dig up a lot of stuff from the past that is yeah, not relevant day. anymore. You gotta do it. You gotta do it because <laughs> you, you never know when, when Boyish Charm runs for uh, president, all that shit gonna go oh yeah all the stuff i've said on this podcast they're gonna they're gonna come oh, back yeah. up yeah, oh, okay. yeah your your rival is just gonna pull it all off the podcast and just put it out in one single swoop whatever but yeah no <laughs> the entire room laughed at her line because it was very pointed it was very funny obviously for us americans we're like what you don't get it but now with the context yeah fucking pretty funny. good very funny what was great about the banter between Maggie and Donald was it was true. We do need a spinoff because those two are monsters and monsters together. Yeah. Like that is like the big brother show we need. Yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. It was like so perfect. I wish they had been like sitting like next to each other because they, they were so. See, but that's the thing. I didn't mind them having to scream <laughs> across the way because it made everybody else have to make an active decision to be a part of it or watch. I like and that they all watched. There was one point where they cut to. Uh, Cheryl just, just busting cracking. out laughing. Uh, yeah. And so again, like I think that the the choice was right to put them where they did. Um, which but... uh, which again kind of speaks to like how much they seem to all just be nice and getting along. They yeah. just like cut to Crystal, just like enjoying it yeah. and just having a good time. Yes. So um, Rue gives Davina a layup with the joy of cooking setup, but alas, she misses it. Um, I thought her desperation answer on paper was funny. It was the right thing to do. It was just bad delivery. Yeah, the delivery wasn't there. <sighs> Donald trumping Rue's urine line. So accurate. It was so <laughs> accurate. I almost feel <laughs> like I want to judge Viv, because we're calling her Viv. Don't forget, we're calling her Viv. Um, I want to judge Viv uh, for knowing so much about Donald Trump and doing so much research clearly into Donald Trump, because I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't want to know what her Google search looks like. I mean, I don't think that she's doing it with, like, I don't think that she's a Trump supporter. No, 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 not at but... all. But I'm sure when um, her internet search gets looked at, people are going to be like, yeah. what? And then she says that she's famous for doing this at the bars, which I would love to see. But, like, that way that she, whatever they were talking about, like, the urine thing. So funny. And this is whatever. Somebody was, like, bouncing back to Trump, but he, like, the answer was like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's all correct. I love it. It was yeah. just, like, so, the delivery was so spot on. Like, I, we all know Donald Trump is not watching Drag Race, but you know. I hope Donald, that he sees it. Like, if he got, if he gets mad at Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump, this he's gonna get is, mad at this one for sure. I would love if he made us, like, a tweet statement, like, about Drag Race and, like, attacking, like, the Drag Race account, because, like, the stuff that would come back at him, like, the Drag Race, like, response would yeah. be pretty good. Well, speaking of the Drag Race, um, Instagram account, I have still not gotten photo credit for the photo I've posted of Alexis Michelle that you have now put on your Instagram Oh, wow. Account. And it has, last I saw, 21,000 likes on it, and I've got no followers because of it, because I didn't get, um anything from it damn that being said the original photo that was um taken and put on alexis's uh, instagram wasn't tagged for me either so damn, alexis michelle you were on the shit list girl i want those followers <laughs> please because you know what it clearly was a good enough picture to put on your fucking instagram. have you seen speaking of one of my favorite clips that's like people putting on like twitter or whatever and jasmine masters at a like a roscoe's viewing party for drag race and somebody says like oh so and so looked like alexis michelle on the runway and jasmine like dead serious goes wait i'm I'm sorry, can I just ask a serious question? I'm sorry, she goes, 
who is Alexis Michelle? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. everyone was like, what do you mean? And then they whispered to her and she goes, oh, she was on Drag Race. Oh, okay. <laughs> literally what? Two seasons after you? It's okay. It's okay, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally. All I'm going to say now is my punani tastes like a fondant fancy. <laughs> Mary Berry, mic drop, out. Yeah, it was so good. How so long good. How long before Blue Hydrangea puts that on a t-shirt and everyone wears it? I'll get one. <laughs> right? Shit. It was so funny. Yeah, really good. It was just, it's smart when somebody like her who doesn't know how to make actual jokes, like, clearly she, like, created this beforehand and was like, okay, like, let's just do it because it's going to be funny regardless and just make her, like, a complete whore, like, yeah. crazy, dirty jokes because that's always going to land yeah. when you're doing, like, an old lady doing dirty jokes. It's, all, it's like, classic it's comedy, you know? It's true. Baga was able to get the ladies not fraternity line out when she referenced Lorraine Kelly asking her to suck on her battered sausage. <laughs> I decided not to research battered sausage because I didn't want that in my Google search. <laughs> this is just an entire episode about Google searches. Um, all tea, no collusion. Funny. Funny. <laughs> Gave us the, the way that she said China was China. On. China. Uh, yeah, it was so good. Um, it, it was, again, obvious answer, but it was spot on. And then, finally, Mary Berry likes beating a lot of things until they are stiff. <laughs> Tea, but no cream. No cream, no cream for her. So, um, I don't know if you saw, but the World of... I th- I don't, no, it wasn't World of Wonder. I think it was the official RuPaul's Drag Race UK account um, around, I think, 1 o'clock yesterday decided, oh, let's just... Let's give our fr- fans, like, a teaser of all the looks from... Uh, yeah, they posted the runway sna- early. No, the Snatch Game characters... Oh. And people flipped out. Uh, but luckily, I snagged those early, and I put it on my Instagram story, and I said, spoiler, Snatch Game, because I wanted to see what the fans would say about tooting or booting. Um, I'm hoping some of these people, with their response, was were, were tooting or booting not only the look, but also the performance. Right. So I have the results. Are you ready okay. for them? Okay. Bag of chips. Got a 91% toot and a 9% boot. Yeah, I wonder who booted that. Doesn't really make any sense. Uh, Pull up yeah. the data. I want to see who booted it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think definitely ninety-one percent is. I give it a uh, total toot. Davina DeCampo got forty-eight percent uh, toot and a fifty-two percent boot. I would have done a higher toot than a boot ratio, yeah. but that yeah, I can see how that's the yep. case. The Vivian, ninety-six percent toot, four percent boot. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I would give I would give her and Baga a hundred percent scores on the challenge, but yeah. you know how people are. Um, something Wong, 46% toot, 54% boot. I would have done a l- larger, uh, boot there. But... Yeah, I agree. Cheryl Hole But got... the look was a toot, so that yeah, could yeah. have been it. Cheryl Hole, 54% toot, 46% boot. Accurate. Yeah. Blue Hydrangea got the 100% toot. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, too. I would give Vivian and Baga 100% on the challenge and Blue, like, an... 85. Yeah. And finally, Crystal got 44% toot and a 56% boot. Yeah, that's pretty accurate, yeah, too. Yeah, made sense. Even though C- Crystal's probably, like, my favorite. She's so good. I, I can't wait to talk about the runway of her! <laughs> Cheryl, uh, she tumbles in like a spy dressed in black um, into the Elimination Day workroom. Um, she had fun during the Snatch Game, um, and all the girls like to joke that from bottom to safe. 
Yeah, <laughs> pretty accurate too. Yeah. They really give her so much shit. Just leave her alone. It's I never understand when people jealousy. act like this. Jealousy, like it's so much. I'd be like, if I was like in a conversation like this, it's like, why are everybody so concerned about what she's doing? Because if she's failing every week, then just let her keep doing it because she's not going to win anyways. So yeah. just who cares? Just let her live. The poor thing. It's true. She's not doing anything too hurtful to anybody. I agree. Blue knows she has has to make a public apology to Mary Berry, and that's going to be <laughs> the trend for the rest of the episode. <laughs> and Blue again being a little fucking shit stirrer. Asks Baga and Davina who would have won if they both did Margaret Thatcher. And Baga says she can't say because she didn't see Davina, but um, Davina says she wouldn't have done any better. So that was the backhanded dig at her. Yeah. Viv says British drag is all about comedy, and that's a testament to their good snatch game. And you know what? It's true. You're right, bitch. The mere conversation turns to a discussion about partners in marriage. Um, and I really, really love this moment. Um, Davina says that she's been married for seven years, uh, and then Blue says it must have been nice to find someone to stick with. <laughs> Savage, very funny. Um, I mean, like, I, I, I identify with Davina because she is, like, a couple years older than me, but I get these kinds of jokes from younger queens as well. About <laughs> Never marriage. me. Never you, not at all. Uh, Cheryl is engaged. Crystal is engaged, and Blue is jealous because she can't get married in Northern Ireland. Well, right now it finally got literally like the one before the day before the episode came out. I think they legalized yeah. it. So, um, so I th- all good timing. The, the government must have known that that episode was coming right? out. Uh, so yeah, she says the civil partnerships um, are legal, but marriage is not. Um, as Davina says, that's fucked up, mate. <laughs> Blue mentions the DEP uh, who has a petition of concern that they pull out every the, time. Yeah, the, equal, the double penetration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, equal marriage is mentioned as they state that uh, it goes against their beliefs. And again, Davina puts it great. That's fine. Your belief is a belief, but my existence is a reality. Yeah, that's, I've never, that's an interesting, like... Yeah, way to say it, which is like a really good. Uh, it's it. Davina is really like becoming this wise, wise person on this show that I don't think we've really ever seen on Drag Race before. Yeah, I mean, we had Nina West, but that went down the toilet this week. <sighs> but she wants to work for Disney, and I understand why you would do the things you're doing for Disney, girl. And she hasn't even put on an apology yet, so maybe by the time this episode to comes work out, for but... Disney, girl. Uh... A She's mess. a voice character for <laughs> a coaster. I get it. I would do shit for Disney that I wouldn't do normally. <sighs> but I love Nina West too. Yeah, okay, so now Davina's gonna have to take that, that yeah. even though she's not doing anything for the US, but yeah. still something. No, I, I really love this moment from, from Davina. It was really, really special. And again, I think she is definitely going to come out of the show win or loss as one of the stars of it. Yeah, she'll be Miss Congeniality if she doesn't Absolutely. win. Absolutely. Um, if they even do that, is that a, is that a thing? I don't know. Or is that an American thing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're all been pretty congenial, so you could kind of make a case Except for us, everybody. See, I, but... wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I could not ever be able to give it to Vaga or Vivian. They're just too congenial. Vivian, no. Blue, Vaga, maybe. She's just insane, so. She's insane, know. so it's just kind of hard to tell. But definitely not the Vivian. The rest of them ha- are, have been very, like, kind and sweet. Even Blue, even though she has her moments. Yeah. Well, Blue states that she and her partner will get ma- will not get married until there is equal marriage. And if this is now true, that it's uh, equal. I can't wait for the wedding! Can yeah. I invite, please? I'll go. Yeah, have Block Talk cover the wedding. Oh my god, please! <laughs> I will give live commentary. That is, that's the future of Block Talk. Um, but we end the segment with Davina saying, don't rush. Once you get the paper, the bedroom action stops. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. All right. Runway time. Okay. Rue looks incredible. Yeah. They've been dressing her really well lately. 
I love this new sparkly uh, bodysuit with the train. It's like everything. Do I wish it was more symmetrical? Absolutely, but that's a me thing. Um, she looks good. She looked good every episode. The hair. Like, I'm loving this shorter, like, hair for her. I, I It's good. Yeah. I know there's a lot of controversy sa- surrounding this because this is no longer Delta doing the hair and this is back to someone new. But I'm, It's working. It's working. So I apologize, Delta. Um, so, the category on the runway is Weird Science, semicolon, genetically modified drag queens. What? And I, I mean, I loved it. it yes, <laughs> but also... What is that? Literally, is that what they got the on their like their contract saying this is the runway theme? Must be. I mean, I would be like, fuck yes, let's do something. Um, so I'm gonna say something here. Um, we're just gonna play two or boot because one, fuck it, and two, I was too tired to figure out a good pun here. Work. I couldn't figure out anything out. I was like, I, 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 I was like, I, there's nothing here for this. I can't make a funny pun out of this. <laughs> this is just stupid. So, Tudor Boot, if, if, if Raja and Raven want to come for me, come on the podcast. Yeah, we gotta do, like, boot, how Yuha has her bootleg opinions now. It's very that. Well, that's very problematic. Start watching the show, Yuha. <laughs> no, I love Yuha. I, I love do, her. too, but after the episode, the first episode with her and Honey doing uh, episode one of the season, and they had to redo it because they were so offensive... <laughs> Certain people should slow down a little bit. You have my girl. Oh my god. All right. So blue hydrangea. Two. I'm gonna. Well, yeah. Okay. We're gonna talk about the blah part of it. The garment, fine. Didn't really matter. Didn't really matter because it's the first thing we see. I don't care. Whatever. But then, but then she lifts her helmet up, and we see why she is a remarkable makeup artist because that eye makeup is incredible. incredible. It looked like she, it, I was like I had to like look closely was, to see if it was actually her face it or if was, it was a mask. I, I I honestly thought it was photoshopped. I like that the detail work. It was perfection. Like yeah, it, incredible. It just blended well. The the colors were in the right spot. I just don't know how she was able to accomplish this in the span of how long they were able to paint. On yeah, drivers. that's what I thought too. Because I was noticing that when she was talking to Davina, Davina's face is pretty much like halfway done and yeah, Blue was still gluing down her eyebrows. So I don't know how that happened, but that was incredible. I would love to see if, she, I mean, she's definitely had to practice it before, but I'd love to know if this was something that she had in her arsenal already. Um, I'm sure if she were smart, if she had done it, she's taken it off of all social media. Yeah. But this was just, I, I I'm going to say this is the greatest makeup look on this show. Yeah, I mean, that was crazy. And I, I liked, I mean, it was kind of, the outfit itself was not, wasn't anything spectacular, but I no. liked it. It was definitely something that I would wear. It was, like, embellished really nicely. And yeah, like, I mean, it was fine. It, it, if you didn't have the face, it, you you would con, you would really critique the outfit. Well, it was it was very much just, like, a New York City drag queen, I'm just gonna run and host my show really right. quick. Right, absolutely, Let's like absolutely. a throw-on sort of yeah. thing. But, it, like, again, the colors worked with how she had the helmet, so, like, it, there, was, there was care taken to what she picked. It was just all about the face. Yeah, um, yeah I absolutely, 100% for me, give it a toot. Toot, yeah. The fans, um, I know the sample size is a little smaller because I was only able to put it out this morning, but the fans gave it a 95% toot and a 5% boot. Yeah, again, I don't see how anybody could boot it. But... I'm going to go back and see who booted it because I'm don't. i I'm, I'm mad at them. Although sometimes you, know, you might press the wrong button sort of thing. No, I'm going to yell at who it is. <laughs> Next up is Bag of Chips. Boot. 
Um, once, uh, <laughs> Absolute boot. Once Ginger Spice <laughs> called her Stifler's mom, you just can't unsee that. I wish you thought I was like, what the fuck is this? It it's, was just very poorly constructed. Yeah, and... so it's very basic. Um, like, the only thing interesting about this was the makeup because it was so different from what she's done before. I don't mind the lack of lash, but I know Michelle has, like, a stick up her ass and, like, needs lashes for everything. I didn't, I didn't care about the lack of lash, um, but the outfit just looked like it was just, like, thrown together. Which, most of her runways seem that way, so I think it's yeah. kind of just very just what she does, but, which isn't a bad thing when you're doing yeah. your own shows. I agree. Um, I really don't know she did the assignment, but oh well. She didn't, no. It was, now that I think about it, no, it was just, like, it literally was just futuristic. Yeah, so she's gotta fight the super gonorrhea virus. I guess so. It was the same thing when she did Liza Minnelli, where it was just like, Liza I have Minnella. a, I have a Liza I Minnelli That's costume, exactly, and I'm just gonna wear exactly it. exactly what it was. <laughs> um, for me, I'm sadly, I have to give it a boot. Boot. Uh, 15% give it a toot, and 85% give it a boot. Yeah, that's That checks out. Cheryl Hall. So apparently we breathe out of our belly buttons in the future now. Yeah, it was a boot for me. Sure, Jim. Um, <laughs> I like the hair a lot. It was really super fun and stylized. I love the, uh, the layered, uh, ponytail and the way it sat Yeah, she looked her. good. It was just, like, she wasn't pushed over the edge in the way no. that everybody else did. Uh, the so. garment itself was color blocked well. It was good, um, colors for her. Really shaped her well. It was just safe and forgettable. Yeah. Um, I still want to give it a toot because it was good for what she's done in the show. I'm going to boot it. You're going to boot it? it wasn't, that's fine, that's fine. But also, like, if it was genetically modified drag queens, meaning, like, you're doing something with, like, a part of your body that is, like, that's being highlighted rather than just, like, just breathing out of your belly button makes it seem like everybody's just, like, sick. Which I guess yeah. what she was going for because it was, like, a global warming thing. Yeah. But that's not genetically modified. That's, like, okay, we're all, like dying and sick that we had to put a tube in ourselves to breathe yeah <laughs> so 43 percent gave it a toot and 57 gave it a boot yeah that checks out something wong i immediately thought she was trying to be britney spears that's what it looked like i'm surprised nobody brought it up um i like the fa- the cyborg face reveal concept but the outfit was just so dreadful for main stage on drag race like was it good? how dare you it's like almost like if you were in like the top four of like a show called like dragula and you wore a fucking sparkly jumpsuit <laughs> Not calling out any names, Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, oh well. But I didn't like that she had to carry around this clunky thing, that she like couldn't really walk with it. Yes, so that, let, let's talk about that, because the, that was part of the concept. I feel like it was one of those things where it, it was just there, she had everything on the tray, and she just had it. She needed to like make it a full prop, glue it down, and like show it or, some, or yeah. something. Make it a part of the gimmick, or have it on like I mean, obviously you can't pack this. You would have to see if it was available when you got there. But like have it on like a wheelie, like hot like a right. cart that way you could just like wheel it out. Bitch, you know they, her and her team could have messaged them and said, "Can I get this? Or can I have this sent there?" Yeah, because or like there are I, it seems like to get to do that. Yeah, and it seems like if you had just there had to be something on set that you could be like, "Hey, can I just like right. put this on and wheel it out?" Yeah. With me? Um, again, I liked, this definitely fit the assignment. The face thing worked. I liked the makeup of it. If, I wish the mask when she brought it out had been it, bigger. It was, yeah, it was the wrong size. Um, unfortunately, I have to give this a boot. Yeah, definitely a boot. 24% gave it a toot. 76 gave it a boot. Next we have Davina DeCampo. And this was wild. This is a two. It reminded me of Cameron Michaels a little bit. Yeah, so we're going in, uh, going implants for this one. Um, and they're all on her outside. Interesting. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the story was, but the look itself was a departure. And I think it was really strong and put together well. Yeah, I agree. The look, it really, I, you know, I don't really understand what it was what supposed yeah. to be, but it was really good. Um, I really love the color story for her. Um, she definitely sold it on the runway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't notice until they started to really zoom into it, but the stoning of uh, the look was exceptional. Every I didn't le- notice. So it looks like um, uh, tubing, piping, but it was all stoned. It was so wow, well done. Yeah. I give it definitely a toot. Yeah, toot. 90% give it a toot, 10% a boot. Crystal. I screamed. Damned. It was that was the best one. Okay, so the second I saw the grinder in her hand, I knew what was coming because she did the routine as number at Bushwick this year, and it was everything you could ever want in a drag performance. Um, and I am so glad people got to see this. Yeah, well, when she did her Meet the Queens, she was like immediately right. my favorite. So I did research on like saw her stuff on YouTube, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like wild. Yeah, um, the look was so strong, and I'm gonna say this was what dra- this is Drag Race meets Dragula. This yeah. was exactly what this was. And I'm glad that they let her do it, because like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I don't know if that would necessarily be allowed sort of thing. Sure. I don't know how, I, got, I don't know, maybe she got there by a different method rather than plan. I know you can like take trains places in the mm-hmm. UK, because obviously you can't bring that on a plane, that like weapon to like sure. drill into somebody. Sure, sure. So I'm just, I wonder how she got it there. She must have taken the train. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my big question, though, is if, if she could have saved the grinder trick for the lip sync, did she really? Would she really have needed it? Not really. She probably. But, I thought that she should have even just done it again, but they probably told her she couldn't too, because somebody else danger. was on stage. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah. So when she got on all fours in the Bushwick performance, it was perfectly timed to the music, so it looked like she was spar- uh, farting sparks out of her butt. What song did she do? I don't even remember what it was. It didn't matter what it was. <laughs> it was just one of the best performances I've ever seen. Um, it was just incredible. I'm so glad she did this. Like, just everything about it. Like, the mouthpiece was, like, unique. The hair was perfectly messy. Um... What did the bodysuit say? I don't know what the bodysuit said, but it didn't matter, because... It said something not sexist, is what I read, but, um... Yeah, I can't read. Yeah, the... Neither can I. The Leo, um, was very basic, but it didn't matter, because everything else in the elements were good. Yeah. Um, I... That was the... My favorite look of the night. She... and, And... I wish... Uh, we didn't get to n- see this in her. Um, uh, did you watch the videos on World of Wonder uh, from Dragon where they each do like a um, where they got invaded into their uh, hotel room? Yeah. Um, well, we saw the grinder in that, and she I guess did that number in uh, uh, Burning Man also. I wish no one had seen that now, knowing this was happening on the show. Right. But uh, you know what? It was fucking incredible. It was, a, it was a moment no one's ever done on Drag Race. So. Yeah, it definitely sets her apart. I think it's. I I just don't think they're giving her a fair shot. No, and I don't. I think she should have won last week. I, I know think, you're a Defina stan, but she should have won last week. And I think that they're. I don't. I, I will defend it because, like I said, the challenge was to repurpose. She did not repurpose the curtain. She put them on top of something. I guess, but her look really was the best look. Sure, but she but didn't I think do I think, that, I think it's like Rue doesn't like the chest hair. That's like exactly the, what it is. She doesn't Rue's like. The, doesn't it. like that she's different. Cause, so they're kind of just like whatever. Just like let her get by, and then we'll screw her over one day. Right. If Rue did not say that on the show. And it wouldn't have made a difference. They wouldn't have kept it in. Yeah. So, in a way, this is Rue being like, I think most drag is valid. Clearly, yeah, Rue is like, I'm drag. trying... Uh, She's trying new things. Uh, actually, like, you could say this, you could see it's reluctant. She's like, but I'm trying my yeah. best. And she's like, that's why she's had Megan McCain on, too. <sighs> Maybe she'll be on Celebrity Drag Race. Honestly, I think I that's think it's, what it like, was. I think it might happen. I think this is why we they're doing it the way they did. If, if she... Celebrity Jerry's is a horrible idea to begin with, and if they had Meghan McCain on, that would just be the nail in the coffin for this entire franchise, and, like, everything. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. Well, Crystal, positive. Let's give her a toot. I'm giving her a toot. Yeah, toot. 86% give her a toot, 14% give her a boot. And I believe last but not least is the Vivian. 
uh, or Viv. Um, I just didn't get it. Um, the prosthetic was good, but it didn't really fit right into the challenge, and the color of the bodysuit was abysmal. I liked it, but it wasn't necessarily... It was more like like forest right. creature. Which is really interesting because, I don't know if you saw uh, Vinegar's uh, Instagram today, but she revealed no. what she would have done. She had a big flower mask and a flower dress, and so I'm really questioning what this challenge was supposed to be. Maybe because um, it was like science, so they think yeah, like maybe. little bit like little shop of horrors, sort of maybe. like plant. Okay. So, I don't I know. Can go with that. I wouldn't have done something like no. that. But. Um, I think the flower head piece was unique for her hair option. Um, mm-hmm. I wish her pumps were actually built into the cat suit because I didn't like the exposed tights. Oh yeah, you're right. It really broke it up, and it really pulled focus. Should have all been like one piece. Yeah, or even just wear brown tights or something. Yeah, try to match it a little bit. Um, I think it was definitely a bold look, but when we've seen such amazing things from Vivian so far, this just fell flat. I'm going to still get a toot it. Okay, I'm going to give it a boot. 45% gave it a toot, and 52 gave it a boot. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. So, Rue calls Blue and Cheryl forward. Before she reveals their placement, she calls Blue a liar and says she's actually funny. <laughs> well, I thought it was at least good that they gave her credit. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, she was still safe out of them, but she did do such a good job that I'd least say, I'm glad yeah. that Rue acknowledged it. Um, Blue apologizes to Mary Berry officially, and then they both um, are deemed safe. And I love that Blue blinked her eye as she uh, left the stage. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So smart. Um, Jerry, in the um, we're going to talk about the critiques a little bit. Jerry was obsessed with something wrong. Um, she loved that she brought David Attenborough to Drag Race. Um, but this is a competition show, so who fucking cares? Oh, yeah, she was gagging for something long. I mean, even to the point that we got a fucking special yeah. appearance. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Oh, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate this. It sounds mean, but I don't really see why. But she was, like, all about it. Yeah. I'm very glad that Rue mentioned that Jerry and Davina knew each other from the show all together now. Um, I think it's very important to point these things out for the sake of transparency. Um, but they have a really special friendship, and it was really cool to, again, like Michelle talking to Vinegar, um, to have Jerry talk to... Davina in a way that was constructive and not hurtful. Yeah. Um, when Davina reveals that she was going to do posh, Ginger goes crazy. And she says she would have been a brilliant posh. So Davina goes, but after you've pointed and pouted, where the fuck are you going to go? <laughs> funny! Funny! And then follows it up with the impression. She says, I would truly like to join you on the reunion, Jerry, but I can't be arsed. I'm a brand now. And uh, I did not know what the phrase I uh, can't be arsed means. Uh, it means I can't be bothered. Too yeah, good I mean, for it. I get it. It would have been fine. I don't know if it would have been a better choice. No, I the, think I think Julia Child was still a better option yeah, for her. This was the moment was very savage because you could see Jerry was a little she uncomfortable. Was a little uh, but it was it, she knew she wasn't wrong. Yeah. Um, all right, wait. Let's talk about Untucked Junior. I love Untucked Junior. Um, the Vivian thinks that the judging criteria is going to end up being eighty percent snatch game and twenty percent weird science look, and I think that's very generous and very wrong. What would you say it is? Just a snatch game 100%? No, because how the hell would it... I mean, jumping ahead, how the fuck was it a tie? Because yeah. Because that fucking... Um, then it would be only 80% for both of them, because um, uh, that was a zero for uh, Baga on that runway. Yeah, I would have given the win to just Vivian I because agree. of how bad Baga's look was. Yeah. Well, Davina knows that it's going to be between her and Crystal for the second bottom spot. Because uh, everyone's very sure that something's gone. Yeah. Um, Davina starts to discuss how Julia says what she does and then leaves space for others, which is what she does as well when she works. And Baga starts to talk over her, and Davina is just not feeling it. I like this moment a lot because it was like 
you know, it's something that I can connect with, like, my own personality, too. It's, like, yeah. it's cool to see somebody be like, you want to know, like, I'm done with this shit, like, I'm fighting back yeah. now. Um, I would like this on a t-shirt. I'm fucking speaking. I'm fucking speaking. Please. <laughs> and she still that. handled it in a way that wasn't mean. She right. was like, She was like, and see how you just did that now, and normally I would yeah. be okay with it, and now I'm not going to be okay with yeah. that anymore. Well, Baga and Confessional says, Davina, speak up, bitch. <laughs> well, she did, and you got miffed about it, so calm yourself. <laughs> The Vivian in her confessional says something very odd about Davina, and I'm not sure it's warranted based on what we've seen on the show, but let's talk about it. She says that Davina is taking out her frustration on everything, everyone else and goes, well, maybe if you stop bragging about yourself and say something interesting, people would actually listen. Where did this originate from? I don't. I didn't understand that either. I don't feel that way about I don't think Davina we've seen that all. on this show. No, maybe it's happening off screen, but... Yeah, so, the, the, like... I'm very confused by the statement. I'm very... I think this is one of those character arc moments where we're going to see some tension between Vivian and Davina. Dare I even say, I think maybe Vivian's going to knock Davina out right at the end. Maybe. I mean, it's kind um, of like a... You can, it must just be like a jealousy thing because Davina has so much television experience. Right. And like, she doesn't seem to be bothered by anything because she knows how... like being on a television show works and stuff like yeah. that which is like when you see like american drag race like a lot of people like new york girls can do well too and that same aspect because like new york girls are like hey we understand how shit like yeah. this works so we like, work and stuff like that so i think that they're probably Vin's probably just intimidated by how like calm and collected she is about just like handling everything yeah crystal knows that her snatch game stunk and she overprepared and knows that's not how Improv works, and yeah, that's not how improv works. Crystal just seems very level-headed. She's mm-hmm. just like, all right, you want to know what happened, and this just it is what it is. Like, she's not making excuses for anything that goes wrong in her, like, and from anything that's happened. Something must be uh, drinking from the delusional cup, because she knows that her outfit got the worst critique, but her snatch game wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't that bad in terms of the grand scheme of all snatch games in general. <laughs> exactly. But in the scheme of things today, it was, it was the bad. worst. Yeah. Baga and Viv talk down to something and say she should have asked around for her look if she knew that her look was so bad. And again, this harkens back to the beginning of the episode where the Vivian's like, talk to us, ask us for advice, blah, 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 blah. And then they get down on her again for doing this. And it's like, maybe if she doesn't want to take it, stop bringing it up. Let yeah. her live in her moment and just shut up. <laughs> you can't be the hero if someone doesn't want to be saved. Right, you can only do so much. I'd be like, okay, well, you want to know what it is, what it is now. Yeah. I tried, so... So, Baga and the Vivian are both deemed the winners of the challenge, and honestly, I'm sh- I'm shocked, and I thought it should have just been to Vivian. Yeah, I agree. Don't know what was going on here. Don't, I don't, I, I can't even rationalize it. I don't even, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they were, excuse me, my stomach is growling for the <laughs> microphone, but it seems like, uh, they just, like, maybe were making excuses for Baga's luck. Right, and I feel like that's, like, even last week, I think she should have been in the bottom instead of Cheryl. Like, that fucking Brillo pad shit was <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, her, Cheryl's look was definitely better than Baga's. So they really, but... really love Baga, and I think this was one of those moments where they were like, well, we're not giving out an actual prize here, we're just giving you a fucking pin. So who so, cares? Yeah. <laughs> well, Davina is safe, leaving something Wong and Crystal as the bottom two. Is Crystal gonna lip sync with the mouth stretcher? Nah, but that would've been sick, though. Yeah, it was just, oh my god, this love sync was bad. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) So the song is Spice Up Your Life by the Spice Girls. Perfectly fitting. You got uh, Jerry right there. You know that song, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Crystal immediately drops to the floor and pretty much stays there. Stays there. there. 
I was like, bitch, what are you doing? This is not, no. The only thing I could think of when I was watching this was like, I'm going to move to the UK. That way I could apply and like, this right? get, like do really well because this is like sad every episode. Like, yeah, what is I mean, going on? I mean, this one I thought was one of the worst ones out of the four. Yeah, I mean, episode one, uh, Seraphim made an appearance. Episode two, not Scout, Seraphim. Scout Sonner. That's, that's actually being beat to Seraphim because Seraphim actually probably could have won the lipstick against the both of them on that's, that first that's episode. True, that's true. Scout Sonner made an appearance in the episode Scout two. Sonner. Um, yeah. is, like all my friends are making appearances. I love it. Yeah. Congrats. That's a, that's a compliment, Scout, because Scaredy Cat was my top pick <laughs> of the season. Um, yeah. So something uh, gives original choreo, but it's like just predictable and not even good at it. Um, also, why did she take her gloves off if you're not wearing nails? Like, what the point, what the hell was the point of that? I don't know, but it was just really, it was just, I was expecting a lot more from Crystal, and it was Yeah, really she was bad. mediocre. She was mediocre I was even, best. I wasn't even sure if, if who was going to win at the end, because it was... I think because of something's, uh, track record, and, like, if she had been much worse, then maybe, but, like, her performance was not nearly enough to save her. Yeah, I think that she. I actually think that something did a little bit better than Crystal in the lip sync. But yeah, it was, it was just you couldn't you couldn't keep yep. her for the week after the, the how amazing Crystal did on the runway today. Like it, you, they wanted to keep her. Well, Crystal is saved while Something Wong is eliminated. So as we you alluded to already, as Something is doing her final camera moment, Jerry comes backstage to talk to her. And this is a first. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but it was. I, but it was also kind of beautiful because it was like one of those moments where like you just got eliminated. Everything fucking sucks, but. You just probably met one of your idols. Yeah. And it, 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 yeah, it's kind of sweet. Is it like a celebrity that came on to judge actually cares about like the show right. that much? She'd be like, you want to know what? I liked her. I hope they're like friends now and like they go get coffee like once a week and like hopefully hang out and are cool. Because <laughs> that's what famous people do, right? They hang oh, out definitely. Time, right? I, don't know. I mean, I'm pretty famous. That's yeah, what I do. Uh, duh. Um, I got some burning questions for you. Ready? Sure. What is Something Wong's legacy in the scope of the entirety of the Drag Race franchise? Um, I would say probably not much. I can't really think of anything. I think something is going to be one of those middle of the pack people that you remember for the for a couple months after, and then she's just back in oblivion of drag. Yeah, I don't think that nothing is gonna. I, mean, I don't think anything's gonna come of it. There was really no iconic moments that I could think of. T T. So has Snatch Game been saved? I think in a, I don't know I don't know I in the grand scheme so of things. Oh my god, this was so good. It was really good, but I, I think it's definitely a step in the right direction. But hopefully, season twelve when that comes on, it'll be the next thing that we see. Actually, right. no, All Stars five will be the next thing that That's we see. True. That's true. So maybe that'll help, but now from now, what I hear of the rumored cast of All Stars five, I don't know if that's gonna be the case. Well, I mean, we we do have to acknowledge that for All Stars four, um, we did change the game a little bit. It was not. Um, and it did not work. It didn't work. <laughs> so I will be very curious to see, because I don't know spoilers, I don't want to know spoilers, I'm curious to know what they're going to do for All-Stars 5. I think changing the, like, the style of it for All-Stars definitely is a good idea, but they need to find a right way to do right. it. Because even like um, what they did in All-Stars 1 didn't work either. So No. There, there's got to be some happy medium somewhere. You know what? I got it. Let Play Family Feud. That's what we should do. Definitely Celebrity Family Feud. Family Feud would be a good idea. Break me out as a fucking writer. I'm here for that'd it. That would be so that's, funny. That's funny. Okay, okay, okay. Let's and have Steve Harvey come on as a guest to, like, moderate it. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I okay. do like Steve Harvey, so I'd be here for it. Well, he would probably say the wrong name and, and, and <laughs> the wrong winner. Okay. And they could make jokes about that, too. Right. Okay, this is, okay, Rue, listen to me, bitch. I got you, I got you. Family Feud, All-Star Which 6. Which are kind of like how uh, Valentina did the... Steve Harvey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here. Oh, good job, buddy. We're we're working. We're on working it. on it. Okay. So next week is a girl group challenge where they break into teams of what three? 
I guess so. Is that even a girl group anymore? Um, who do you think is going to stand out, and who do you think is in trouble? I think, um, hopefully, I hope that Crystal stands out with, like, a rock, because I could see her doing, like, a rocker sort of, like, thing. So, in the preview, we heard, like, the Vivian say, well, I'm the only one in this group who can sing, which makes me think well, uh, she's not going to be with Davina, because we all know Davina, Davina can, can sing. sing. Um, I think Baga can sing also. So I don't think it's those two. I think she's kind of going to be with Blue and Crystal. Yeah. And they're going to be fucked. I think that might be the case. I think we're going to lose Blue or Crystal next week. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then Crystal will probably go home in that lip sync. Well, actually, they've both been in the bottom once. Right. So So, it will be even. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous. That, well, then, yeah, so let's say that's the scenario for next week. Then then Blue could go home then, because Crystal had a top, and Blue has never been on right. the top, probably yeah. in her entire life, just in general. <laughs> but she's never been in the top of the critiques, and Crystal was so close. Yeah, so I'm a little worried. It has worried. been actually giving more entertaining things than Blue has. Yeah, so I'm a little worried. So, but that being said, in the preview, we also had Bag of Chips laying down her track, and that was something... But we've been fooled before. We've, we've been, been fooled, fooled before. before. Bagel will probably do something like stupid and funny and be like, yeah, yeah she'll probably take the route of like, okay, I'm not going to make, make this be like serious. Yeah. Which is a good idea. I'm not worried about her for the next episode. It's it's the two that I definitely know can't sing I'm worried about. Yeah. So Jade from Little Mix is on the panel. Uh-huh. Um, does that mean we get a Little Mix lip sync? And if so, what song is it going to be? I hope that they do Wasabi. Okay. That's my favorite. Okay. But Power is another good one. Power is a good one. I love Shout Out to My Ex. I think it's fun. You yeah. can do a lot with it. The only one I don't want to see is Black Magic, because I don't like that song. Yeah, or Wings. Done. Or, or Wings. Wings. Like, you, honestly, give me, like, Salute, too. I'll, Salute, I'll yeah. You can do a lot with... If, but if, ideally, if I would, I would pick this Wasabi. And you don't know Little Mix, get on your Apple or Spotify, listen to Little Mix, because Little Mix is so fucking underrated. <laughs> yeah. I love Little Mix. All right. We're getting down to the end quickly. Who has the best chance of winning? Right now, it's looking like Baga or Vivian. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be the Vivian at this point. No, I don't, I don't think that that's going to happen at the end because she's not likable. Baga is likable and so is Davina, so I would say those three are probably the top three. If we're talking about like who the Drag Race audience is most likely to respond to, Blue and Crystal are the two that is like Drag Race audience magnets. Yeah. But they're not gonna win. No. Definitely not blue. Maybe Crystal can make it to the end, but definitely hey, not blue. You know who was also on the show but really didn't do anything this episode? Cheryl Hole. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know Cheryl what? That's doesn't a good thing for her. It's a good thing for her. Just skate by. Listen, if I was Cheryl, I'd be like, look, whatever, I'm making it day by day. So Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, I, I, this is you know what this is a very good season. It I'm, is. I'm here for it, and I really hope we get renewed for another series. I think they will. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't see anything a reason why not. I'm, I I enjoyed this more than I've enjoyed the last few. Uh, yeah. Actual drag race seasons. It's refreshing. It's refreshing yeah. because there's still drama. There's still animosity. There's still the things we love about reality TV. But it's also reminding us that we are a community, and while there is a competition going on, we're all there for each right. Other. They said it like Vivian said it perfectly when she was like, "Look, like this is a competition, but like I'm not gonna like sabotage you. Right. If you need help, just ask for the help. We're all here, if like fighting for the same thing together. You know." Yeah. Well, speaking of help, let's get you more followers. Where can we find you on, find you on social? You media? You can find me on all social medias at Boyish Charm NYC. Amazing. Thanks for doing this. Oh, anytime, Michael. A huge thanks to Boys for chatting. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher and leave us a review while you're there. Make sure you engage with me on social media and tell me what your favorite episode has been so far. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. <laughs>